Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of the Black Chillerettes with Vic and Mai, and this is Vic, and we thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. We appreciate your patience, as last week we unfortunately had to do a bonus episode about blackface, so if you haven't had a moment to take a listen to that, I highly encourage it. But here we are, back into our recaps, back into fantasy suites, and child, like, what was that? Anyways, thank you for listening. All right, here we are. Yep. Fantasy Suites, a, a bit, a bit late, but we are here for Fantasy Suites Week. Yes, yes, yes. So obviously, I think most people are probably watching the this week's episode, which is part one of the se- right. seventy-two hour finale. Finale. Um, I just finished watching mm-hmm. with our homies on the Discord, Discord, excuse me. Shout out to everybody over there. Yeah. Always so much fun with you guys. Um, and unlike it's made to be seen uh, off of these two fantasy suite episodes, it's not nearly as controversial as we wanted it to be. So don't get your hopes up if you haven't right. watched the episode. Hopefully it gets a little spicy. Mm-hmm next week and of course the most important thing for us last week was to have that conversation about blackface and the two-part video uh right kind of document about the history of blackface contextually why it's wrong even in costume even when you're a teenager went up on our instagram and patreon uh yesterday and today so i hope you guys have been enjoying that thank you so much for your feedback but don't think we're mm-hmm. not going to talk about these fantasy suites here, boy, before we get into the fin- the first half oh. of the finale this week. Yes, yes. I have not watched the finale, first part of the finale. I feel like we've been watching the finale for like three weeks. Um, yeah. But I have not watched it yet, but I'm excited to watch that tomorrow um, or the next day, whenever I get to watch it. Um but yeah, so Fantasy Suites were last week, and once again, they broke that up into two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just feel like, yeah, we just need to be done with this format because it's taking entirely way too long to finish the season. Yeah, um, I don't know We they're... need to be done with the format. I mean, yeah. I mean, ABC, not us. Yeah, um, for sure. No, I <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely yeah, they, it's they're just... going for something, but they, they didn't plan enough, I guess. Or at least that's how it's coming off. Even if they were like, they had plans yeah. out to the wazoo, and this is exactly how they planned it to go. If this is exactly how y'all planned it to go, it's absolute ass. <laughs> so, yeah. Back to the drawing new... board, baby. Please, please. Like, I know that, yeah. Okay, I'm about to get off topic, but, um, you're fine. But yeah, so, so I guess. Let's get into it. Also, apologies to our listeners because I am without my equipment this week. So I apologize in advance if there's any audio issues with this current situation that I have. But hopefully it's not terrible and hopefully y'all can bear with us and we can make it through. And next week I will have my equipment back and I will be back in good sound. Unless maybe y'all think our sound is bad all this time and just haven't said anything then maybe there's nothing to apologize for um but hopefully that's not the case um okay so should we just get into it i mean let's hop into it so we are in the riviera maya baby which if our listeners aren't familiar with is 
I want to say about an hour or so out of Cancun. So when you see all of the Batch Nation alums going to like shake their ass in Tulum and Cancun, the Riviera Maya is a little more secluded and also is a little more hood. <laughs> like there's this um, joke where mm-hmm. they have some stunning, stunning like villas and resorts in the Riviera Maya. I've, mm-hmm. I've stayed in the Riviera Maya um Mm -hmm. multiple times actually but there's this running Mm -hmm. joke that like not even running joke when you get to the riviera maya your drivers Mm -hmm. usually encourage you to not go beyond the grounds of whatever property you're Mm -hmm. staying on because it's so dangerous right so that's where we are and honestly it's so fitting Mm -hmm. really feels good Mm -hmm. um and we start off with eric eric and gabby are together Eric and Gabby are together and, oh no, sorry, sorry. Eric and Gabby are together. Um, I feel like we're getting, this is kind of the the date that I feel like we get every season um, where we get this big like risk that needs to be taken and then we get them, we get the connection to like, oh, this is, a lot like falling in love. You have to take risks. You have to make a leap of faith. You have to blah, blah. And I'm like, it's really not. Like, you could also just, it, it, we, like, the, I'm just so, I don't know. I'm just so sick of those sure. relations and correlations that, like, clearly the producers are, like, this is the baiting them to say. This you is know? The, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We need you to make this analogy kind of thing. Now, I get it for sure. Yeah. I will say, though, I'm with Gabby. Bitch, I'm not jumping. I don't think, I don't care how cute you are. I don't care if I'm in love with you. I'm not. It was called the, right. uh, they, they ran up to, they went up to the sign that said Salto de los Enamorados, which means to take off your clothes mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll get naked, buck ass naked right here, right mm-hmm. now. I'm not jumping mm-hmm. off this big ass cliff into the water with no life jacket. Right. I just, right. No. Yeah. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. I was like, sometimes um, it's okay to just not do it if you don't want to do it. Like they're like they're sure there's a whole element of like conquering your fears, whatever. But also like, if today's not the day, then today's not the day, and tomorrow doesn't have to be the day either. And like there's there's space. Like I feel like we weren't able to hold space for that possibility and for like that point of view, and for Eric to just be like listen, I'm with you, whatever we, whatever we decide to do. Like if we jump, we jump, if we don't, we don't, then cool. But it was just like, not pressuring, but it was like this, she had to jump. I guess, yeah, this constant pressure jump. of yeah. like, okay, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? Like, I'm not trying to do it. Let's climb back down and just jump in at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be just as cute. I'm going to swim right over to you after you jump in. So cute, romantic. Exactly. Oh. Or that. You or know, that I right i'll be right down here waiting for you gabby's swimsuit went crazy i did like the the she got the the, mm-hmm. the thong the thong 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 like the booty butt cheeks mm-hmm. was out loud and proud mm-hmm. they gave her the little black box <clears throat> and i was like yes carrie fetterman was not mm-hmm. lying when he said that lady likes to wear as little clothes as possible because she just mm-hmm. we so close to seeing her whole body bro like just Right. right around the corner. So that was a really cute swimsuit. I did want to <laughs> at least acknowledge yeah. that. But it brings me to like this thing, I think. And obviously we've got the whole 
kerfluffle going on with Eric in the first place from his yearbook photo featuring him in blackface mm -hmm. and him mm -hmm. in the photo with all of the guys wearing the Make America Great Again hats hanging out with his friends. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. But I will say from this edit, I still don't know, save for the the episode that he had with his family, I feel like I barely really get to see him say anything of consequence. Yeah. It all still feels mm -hmm. very surface level um, until yeah. we have those really, you know, intimate moments, which we get to later in mm -hmm. this, this episode. Right. So it moves us into yeah. the nighttime portion of the date. And mm -hmm. I think this is the date where Gabby's wearing that yellow dress again that she mm -hmm. um, she tried to wear the night her Logan got her group date canceled because he had COVID. Like she, oh was yeah, like, yeah, you better reduce, reuse, recycle. Come on now, right? Exactly, um, exactly. But you know, the night portion comes and they kind of discuss because earlier in the day they're discussing oh that was our first date without family because on their first date grandpa john mm -hmm. was there and grandpa john was the f only person mm -hmm. we heard talk on that entire date exactly. <laughs> and then their second date was yeah. hometown so this night portion for them is really important because they got to see what they're going mm -hmm. to be like since they their last night date was so so long ago they kind of discuss, right. you know, how wonderful it was to see how, you know, Eric's family received Gabby. Um, and Gabby mm -hmm. specifically says it was really beautiful to see like your family as a whole rather than fractured into mm -hmm. pieces. And I think this comes up time and time of, again, you know, the mama trauma of it all where right, there's yeah. so much that Gabby missed out on and getting that nurturing care and love from um, mm -hmm. while staying with her mother and like how beautiful it is that she yeah. can see it in Eric. And I could understand why she's so attracted to him. It's because he has that kind of family structure that she's always missed and never has felt, mm -hmm. you know, worthy of. So she, um, yeah. she, you know, is smitten. She's like, when I see myself with him, I see him. For in my life forever and and it seems like mm -hmm. you know, he shares the same sentiment which is pretty cool yeah yeah he does yeah i agree that that um relationship with his family is something that i think that she really desires and really admires um and he says he eric does say that he is that he is in love with her not that he's falling in love but he is in love with her and gabby does say that she is falling in love with him. So that's, mm -hmm. um, I think the first time that she said that to anyone. Yeah, because I think that she said it to Jason or Johnny. Mm -mm, she didn't say yeah. it to either of them. The only thing, like they said, Eric and Gabby had said to each other that they were falling in love with each other, but they hadn't said mm -hmm. that they were in love with each other until this moment, which right. I was like, oh, this is. This is one of those testaments to the show, like when the process is moving and, and can work. Mm -hmm. It's like people do mm -hmm. have those genuine connections where it's like right. you watch it grow over time and it doesn't feel like it's artificial in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah, they both say I love you to each other and then, you know, they head to the bedroom to see, you know, see what it mm -hmm. see what it Well, do. she says she's falling. She doesn't say she's in love with him. She says she's True. falling. She's falling in love, in love with, him. with him. Good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they go to the fantasy suites, like you said, have a good little night, you know, cameras go away. I was laughing because in the morning, 
it shows them like about to make breakfast, all this stuff. Um, she opens the fridge and it's like just water in there. Like literally like all you can see is water bottles. And then so suddenly nice. there's like this entire spread of food on the table. And I was like, now y'all know y'all didn't cook none of that food or prepare plate, on, none of that food. Crafty came in crunch. Like, okay. But it's fine. But go ahead. Like go off. Um, yeah. But, but she does say, so going back to what we said about Gabby, like saying falling versus in love. She does say to the cameras after mm-hmm. Eric leaves, or maybe, I don't know if it's after he leaves or if it's like, you know, we, we don't know timing wise, like where this actually happened. Um, but she does say to the cameras that she is in love with him, but she doesn't want to say it to him because she only wants to say it to one person. Yeah. So like we know as the audience that she is in love with Eric, but Eric hasn't heard it from Gabby yet because understandably she, she uh, with the experience that she had that last year. Yeah. She wants to protect that. And, but she does. Yeah. That's kind of at the end of their date when they're like oh. saying goodbye and stuff. She does do that. You, uh-huh. you know, that bachelorette coat where that signal, that bat signal where she's like, please, oh. please just be patient with me. That's the, that is the oh, penultimate yeah. sign from a bachelor or bachelorette that you are the winner. I just got to finish all of these mm-hmm. logistics. You got to pick out your right. Neil Lane diamond and then we can skedaddle out of mm-hmm. here. But I'm not trying to fuck myself exactly. over like Claire Crawley did. Right. You know, exactly. I would imagine exactly. their contracts are like pretty foolproof. That's what the part of me in my brain is like. Gabby and Gabby seems too emotionally mature to be so obsessed with this goddamn engagement the way she is. Mm-hmm. And Rachel doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily seem as mature, but watching her obsession with being engaged at the, the end of this, no matter what, makes me think there's got to be something yeah. in their contract now that says, bitch, you got to stay to the end and you better take the ring. Right. So. Exactly. Like something where it's like, like, could you imagine if it's like, a like price difference or something like if you actually get engaged we're giving you this much money if you don't you're getting this much money um which is terrible but like wouldn't put it past them Mm -mm. um so yeah so that's basically um gabby and that's the first fantasy suite that's oh that's the one thing that we didn't really talk about where um bachelor data kind of talked about this a bit but where it's like in the past, we've seen um, after Fantasy Suites, the contestants um, going back into the same space. Um, that's the, happened on some season. Like into, they've, oops, excuse me. They've gone after their Fantasy Suite, they've gone back into the same space. Like like the, the guy will come back into the room where like the other two guys are like sitting on the couch. Got it. Like they used to do that. And they've gone back and forth with like, are they are they in separate rooms? Are they not in separate rooms? But this season, they're all in separate rooms, which means that they won't see each other until the rose ceremonies, which I prefer way more than like sure. us being subjected to this like awkwardness of like, oh, you just spent the night with the same woman that I'm also trying to see if there's a connection there and potentially get engaged with like, it's just like the unnecessary drama that they could give us if like they could give it give it to us easily, but they've decided not to, and I very much appreciate that. Yeah. So it's like please save That's... me some time, babe. I don't care. I don't want to exactly. see it. I don't need to exactly. see arguing over this. Yeah. No, I don't need to see it. And as for um, me, um 
head into we, we're technically supposed to be heading into Avon's date mm-hmm. which I mm-hmm. and I know this will mm-hmm. come up in our episode that's going to drop on Friday after this finale yeah just kind of talking about mm-hmm. Avon's edit Avon's edit of course of course becomes about Tina <laughs> Of course. So as we're getting ready of for Avon State, we have Tino in conversation with um, Useless Palmer talking about how mm-hmm. unsure he is about the fact that, you know, she continues to explore her options and how that's just ludicrous to him. Right. Yeah. It's like, I'm just like, it, once again, I think we talked about this last week or whatever, but it's like, did we just forget the show that we were coming on? Did we forget that this was part of the process? Because not you saying you can't think about her wanting to spend intimate time with anyone else when like she's still in two other full-ass relationships like you have like you're not you're i know you may think that you're the only one but you're simply not and she's has every right to go explore those relationships in whatever capacity that she wants to so you need to calm down yeah because this is what you signed up for and let Avon and Rachel go on their date. And this, because I'm tired of hearing from you. Yeah, because this at this point I'm like, oh, that I don't think Tina realizes it, and he better thank his lucky fucking stars he wasn't a part of this conversation when it happened at the top of the season. But he got Chris energy now. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, who is like, right. oh, I don't want, I don't want my right. girl being with. This is that's Tino now at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Tino. It's Maddie Pruitt. Yeah. It's literally like everyone being like you can't be intimate with anyone except for me otherwise i'm leaving like what which like contributes to this show perpetuating the same like toxic notions about how monogamous relationships have to work um it Mm -hmm. makes this assumption that even before you're exclusive with somebody that like you don't have the opportunity to engage your relationship like with other people and figure out what's best for you Unless, you know, there's some, I I understand how some people are like, no, this is someone I see that's like my boyfriend or girlfriend at this point. And of course that would make you Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. I get that. But coming in with an understanding of the process and figuring out how Mm -hmm. to have a, a mindset centered on how hard it must be for your partner, who is clearly just as invested in you, that, that kind of perspective, I think is really important. And it's so hard, I guess not to get caught up in your own feelings because your ego is involved, but I think Tino's ego is just... Mm-hmm. It's yeah. its getting very um, gaslighter to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But we do we do get to Avon's state eventually, and mm-hmm. for Avon to have gotten this far, I still feel like I don't know much about the boy. He reminds me of Right. Uh, Justin from Katie's uh, season mm, who got mm-hmm. like yeah. what was he final two was he the runner up in that season and nobody know nothing from him other than his facial expressions yeah no he wasn't final two but he was made he was up there sure. he was yeah. definitely he was mm-hmm. he was left up there with Blake yeah. so cause he made it past hometowns mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah no I, I would agree. I feel like I don't even really have notes on Avon's date. I don't even really have notes on Avon's date because I'm like, it's all about Tino. You know, other than I do, the one note that I do have is that Rachel tells Avon that she's falling for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and is... that's really like the only important thing that we get out of that date. Yeah. And it is important to note 
that like when she says she's falling in love with him, Rachel has mm-hmm. just been shown on screen saying that she didn't want to say that she loved or was falling for right. anyone because she felt Clayton had used right. that word so recklessly. Right, exactly. Um, and so it was interesting to see her do that with Avon because I was like, well, I feel like she's not just talking shit. She must have some sort of, I know we've been questioning her feelings mm-hmm. about Avon, and I still am very curious, like very, very suspicious right. of of what her feelings for Avon are really rooted in. And that might be a testament to the edit and the lack of Avon we've really gotten to know this season. I mm-hmm. mean, there are people who think Avon's like 22, 23 years old, and that man is 28. Oh my gosh. You know? Like, yeah. he grown. Yeah. I don't even know what he do mm-hmm. for a living. I, be, I know his mama makes bracelets. I, no idea. That's about all I got. Oh, yeah. Um, right, yeah, I have no, no idea. But it really feels like they blow through this date. They go on a boat. They have a mm-hmm. little champagne. Mm-hmm. The swimsuit that Rachel is wearing is not working for me. I love the color, and mm-hmm. I, I loved her booty shots because her booty was looking good. You know, she's got body yada yada. Yeah. But that swimsuit won't made for her. Mm-hmm. It was made for a middle schooler. It was. And that is all we have for you this week. If you want to hear the rest of this episode, please join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Black So you get access to this full episode and also additional bonus content. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.